Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppen Frackers. Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Copper Frackets Powered by Chipsland Media Group. I'm your host Chris and joining me tonight I have got Anik, Peter and Farouk to discuss all things NFC. Uh, we are recording straight after Liverpool have come out of a absolute war with a gang of cunts known as Atletico Madrid and their leader, the biggest bastard known to man, Diego Simeone. Uh, gents, how are you doing this evening? Yeah, I'm doing well, Chris. How are you doing, bro? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. Glad you're here, Anik. Farouk, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. You sure you're good, Anik? I'm not sure, but we'll get into that a little I'll, later. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm just a bit upset Zoom wasn't working for me, and hopefully... I, I thought that would have got me out of jumping on the pod, but a StreamYard <laughs> yeah. a link appeared from somewhere. So, yeah, I'm I'm here. I'm, no, I'm here bad. to discuss Liverpool, bro. No problem. That's good. That's good. Big media conglomerate like Touchline Media Group. Uh, we've got many, many, many web methods and ways to uh, record the pod. So don't worry about that, brother. Don't worry about that. Uh, last but not least, Peter, how are you doing this evening? Yeah, I'm all, I'm all good. Bit of a chaotic night, but yeah, all good. I'm happy to be here <laughs> and record this. And of course, Peter is one half of the Bantic Show, which is a Cop and Frackers Patreon exclusive. Pete, I don't know if you'd want to do a little bit of a promo for it, before I kind of give the guys the details of how they can sign up for more. Yeah, so basically, um, I'm one half, and the other half of my co-host is Mike. And we basically do a um, analytical uh, podcast every every fortnight, just basically um given the kind of statistical view of like the Liverpool game. So we'll just go through in terms of um like XG chances created, how the game's gone, like average position, stuff like that. Just any sort of thing that pops out, 
anything that's kind of interesting and what we do stylistically, um, we kind of just go over it. So, yeah, just try and listen to it, give us um, feedback, and, yeah, let us know how, how if you guys are feeling it. I can't believe you were only three episodes in, which is insane. Um because like yesterday we were doing all the show planning for it. But if if you are a patient subscriber, no doubt you are enjoying the fantastic content that Mike and Peter are putting out. And if you are uh you know kind of thinking about subscribing to the Patreon, but you aren't sold, uh take it from me, uh all bias aside that the XG of that podcast will exceed your best expectations. And if you do want to hear more from us here at Copy and Fracas, then do head over to the Patreon page. It is www.patreon.com forward slash copy and fracas. And you can subscribe from just as little as three pounds per month today. Um let's get stuck into it then. So it ends up as Liverpool free Athletic Madrid 2. Fantastic win. Uh Diego Simeone with his balding head runs off towards the end of the match uh, in a bit of a hissy fit. Had it had had everything really had you know, penalties, VAR decisions, big boots to the head, um, pretty much like a hell in a cell match. So let's 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 start it. Farouk, what are your overall thoughts on that performance, considering how we started the game and how we ended it more than anything? Um, it was a bit chaotic. Um, I don't think we created like crazy chances for our first two goals. To be fair. And um, that was reflected in the XG at halftime, which was, I think, 0.15 for us. And they had, like, 1.38. So I, I do believe there was a tad, like, a stroke of luck in both our goals in the way they fell to us, that all the chances um, fell to us. But I feel like we were still the better team. And then you kind of felt the energy shift. And as Liverpool fans, we know how important that is. And... Um, you know, when, when Griezmann scored the first goal, you could just see them start to have belief and then they, they just kind of had momentum and we were just abysmal to be to be not to be to be fair, I think the defense was so exposed by Hendo playing in the six. Um because he isn't a six, let's be honest. So I'm not I'm not even gonna blame him anymore because mm-hmm. he's not a six. Um but they had no protection. The line was all over the place. Robo was too deep at times. We were trying to play the offside trap. Um, and yeah, subsequently, we got punished quite a few times. Uh, and it could have been 3-4-2 um, to Atletico um, come the 60th minute because we like Felix had a chance. Griezmann, Griezmann when he chipped it, was that 2-1? Anyway, they, could have, they, they should have been ahead, to be fair, at, at some point in the game. But... Away at Atletico, 3-2, however it comes, you take it. Three wins from three in the alleged group of death. Um, <laughs> I'll take that. We still need, from what I understand, two points more to officially qualify. So we kind of we need to win win the next game to, to seal you know the deal and then probably just play our second team in the, the remaining two games. But honestly, I'm just I'm really happy. I'm really happy because you know the way the game kind of transpired, kind of sets us up in a good, puts us in a good position for the game coming on the weekend. Because if it was so smooth sailing, then I think yeah. there would have been a, a bit of complacency. And I, I kind of believe Klopp would have tried to go with a really, like maybe bringing in Fabinho for for uh, Milner, but it would have been a similar uh, starting eleven, which wouldn't have been good, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm kind of happy with the way things are actually transpired i think it's it's going to be favorable for us on 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 sunday you know so i'm happy 
just check the um, the XG philosophy on Twitter. Fantastic account for some of the stats there. Uh, let's look at those half-time stats. Atletico had 1.38, as you said. And, of course, Liverpool had 0.15. So it really did show the quality of the chances that we uh, we, we created. Obviously, uh, at full-time, it ends up at 1.31 to Liverpool. But it then also ends up 2.26 Atletico Madrid. So there is a massive chasm of what was going on. I just want to stick with one thing you said there, Farouk, in terms of Henderson's positioning at the six. Obviously, he signed a new contract now, the club, for the foreseeable future. As he kind of adjusts to playing in, what is the new midfield setup for this season? Especially, where do you see his kind of best position uh, within this midfield? I think eventually what will happen is he will be phased out of the starting eleven, mm-hmm. and he will be used, not so sparingly initially, um, but to be honest, his availability is sketchy anyway. Um, so I feel he'll be used in in one of the, the midfield roles further forward. He won't be a six going forward. He just doesn't have the positional discipline, the defensive awareness to, to be an effective six. And you can imagine Fabinho's one of the best in his position in the world and going to Henderson, who's on average six at best. It just it's just too much of a disparity in quality um when 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 he has to fill in the gap. So for me, I think long term he ends up as a Milner in a sense where he's gonna be, you know, like our, our cover, but maybe not as versatile. Uh but long term I think he's gonna come on maybe when we're you know, trying to control, uh, hold on to a lead or maybe set the tempo sometimes. Because I do think he's actually a very decent eight. Like, I'm not the biggest Hendel fan, but he's actually a decent eight. Um, and when he plays without too much thought, where things are just instinctive, he's a good player in, in that sense. Uh, just to be completely honest with you, I just think he doesn't have intelligence. Natural, like, a lot of the things he does is instinctive. If you if you see him in the, like in the final third, if the ball comes to him quickly, he might do like a back heel or, here and there, back in the day anyway. And that's the kind of things that come natural, natural to him. But in terms of as a thinking man, as a thinking player, like just either plays it safe or does something really stupid. So for me personally, long-term, I just think he's going to come on. Um, and, you know, just just have a little, I don't know, like a little cameo every every now and again. But that won't be for now. That will probably be in the next 18 months. Yeah. Like that. So, so we have to do it now. As he falls into that kind of Vincent Coveney zone. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's a really interesting point you've raised in terms of his kind of, um, not football IQ, but he can't quarterback a midfield in a way an Alonso could or a Perlo could, where they can just sit back and really dictate a game and kind of keep it on string. So it's really interesting, especially when you're kind of playing the six in the Liverpool system as well, um, which is something I expect Thiago to do in the very near future. Um, Pete, I'll come to you. Do you know um, what, yeah? I think God. I think there's certain games that Henderson is good in the six. So I think a game like this, where he has to cover a lot of ground in terms of when we don't have the ball, he has to kind of like stop counterattacks and like you know what I'm saying stop Felix in transition. Not good at right. That's he's not good at that. But like games against Burnley, Watford, where he's a six, and the thing is he's not a quarterback, but what he's good at is circling the ball really quickly. So you see when he gets it, he just gives it to Trent straight away. He gives it to Matip straight away. So he just keeps it moving really, really quickly. So when we're playing like low blocks, I think he's actually really good playing in the six because he's able just to keep circling the ball really quickly. But but but, but Pete, how, how hard is it to pass it to Trent and, and Robo? Who can't do that? Let's be honest. Some people don't... like He moves it really quickly, so it helps us side to side. So when we break down teams... We go to our fullbacks and we go side to side. We try and find angles. No, I, I get you. 
I completely agree. You know what I'm saying? So, don't, don't you think with the evolution... It's easy to play against slow blocks. It's obviously easier to play against slow blocks. Don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. yeah. But don't you think the passing patterns in the midfield changed a little bit, whereby I don't think that's going to be of, of too much use? Because if you see how we started started in... Um, when um, Harvey was playing, usually it was gonna it was the six to Trent and then Trent build. Now it was it was the six to 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 Harvey and then Trent kind of yeah. came in on the midfield. So it's kind of changed. So I don't know how how effective he'll be in in our new kind of setup. In in in, in that. Sense. No, yeah, that, that is a good point. I think we are trying to look obviously look to play out centrally more. So I think I think mm. that is that is a good. Point. But yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I would say we probably need probably. Uh, Another six coming in to help Fabinho of his workload yeah. anyway, but yeah, yeah. The one that we wanted is now signed up for Prison FC, so you know we won't say too much on that as a backup six. So you know, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. I didn't say no names. True, that is very true. I was say, the media training is very strong. It's very strong. <laughs> Pete, I'll stick with you. Um, first, first fifteen minutes or so for Liverpool, you can see um, the remnants of the game plan really coming to coming to fruition, Salah is absolutely floating in those first 15 minutes. We're moving the ball really well. Paying Atletico and kind of really beating them at their own game. Does that give you a lot of encouragement for games this season where we are going to be facing opposition, where they're in a very rigid and kind of defensive focused formation as a and, and set up as Atletico Madrid do play? Yeah, um, I think we've actually done that quite well this season in terms of um, being able to break down low blocks um, and beating the dross this season. So the way Atletico do play is like a low block Premier League team. And I, I like you see that we're not shy of goals and we're not shy of creating like individual brilliance um, and moments where we can score. So you see that Salah, as soon as he gets the ball, they're kind of scared of him, to be honest. <laughs> they yeah. just back off. Yeah. And then, like, they kind of think, oh, sugar, like, here he goes again. And then, like, he goes past one, goes past two, he shoots. And it's not really a good shot, but the fact that they've already um, backed away from him, it turns into a dating situation. I think I think it comes off Kondogby and it goes in. So, yeah, our attack literally is on fire this season. So, I'm, I'm really happy with our attack, man. No, 100%. I mean, I, I will say, I think in the past few weeks, Jota kind of needs to... Bring up the levels a little bit. I think he's, I think he's dropped off. Do, do you think that's just more down to the fact that with the injuries and a little bit of overworking, or do you think there's a little bit more he can do to kind of just improve his overall game going forward? Jota, it's interesting because it's like it's like not all of them can be on fire at the same time. So when Firmino comes into form, Jota has to go out of like you know what I'm saying. It's just like while one lives, <laughs> one can't survive. It's just it's frustrating, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's just the way it is with our attack, you know. Some of people some of them will be out of form, some of them will be in the form. So yeah, I'm not really too worried about it. Obviously, Jota had a quite unsustainable start to his Liverpool career. So a drop-off was um inevitable at some point. So hopefully he can pick up soon. No, I completely agree. Uh Anik, I'll come to you. Um obviously we scored the two goals. It's it's a uh I'm going to give it as a Salah goal. Let's let's be real. I mean, it does clip off Milner, but I mean, it would be you know, as as the Denzel meme. I, I, I'm leaving with something. I'm from around the way. I'm leaving with something. That is one of those type of goals. Uh, if That's it were to Salah, be Milner's, yeah. <laughs> but that is that is Salah's goal. Uh, obviously, it's, a, it's an individual piece of billions from from Kaita um, at the pinnacle of his first half. We'll kind of talk about 
his performance a little bit later on. But I want to take I want you to kind of talk us through that first Atletico Madrid goal because for me it looked like obviously it was backed up half time with some of the analysis on BT Sports, but it did look a little bit offside. What were your thoughts on that? So I think obviously for the first goal, um, I think first and foremost Naby was a bit to blame for that. Um, I think Lamar glided past him way too easily. And then when the ball went across the box, I, I don't know who the right back was, but he didn't even like cross it. He, it's like he pushed the ball and it like it moved in slow motion. And it just, it was quite frustrating that we couldn't get rid of the ball, which 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 frustrated me. Obviously, um, Lamar was in an offside position and, and then he came on. So my initial thought once Griezmann tucked it away was like, yeah, there's offside. Like there, there must be something wrong here because you can't just give a goal for that. But then when you saw it a couple more times, I was like, yeah, it just seems like a, leg- uh, like a legitimate goal. And then when they went back um, on BT Sport and said that, oh, Matic would have cleared it, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he probably would have cleared it. I personally think that it was a legitimate goal. Um, and it was just a bit of poor defending. Um, and and if I was to blame someone, it would probably be Naby for just allowing Lamar to get away from him too easily. You guys share the same sentiment as Anik for that goal? Yeah, Naby Naby's culpable in that goal, man. Like too easy to to like. I mean, obviously it was close. And, from what I remember, it was like maybe it's not the best place to commit a foul, but it was just so easy. Lamar was on fire today, by the way. Yeah, uh, played really well. You know, yeah, like mm-hmm. I don't watch Atletico often, but you know, largely it's, I think he's been considered somewhat flop. So to see him perform like this is like okay, we see why they they probably paid quite a bit of um, coin for him. But yeah, Naby Naby boyed it, man. But I don't know what he was thinking Def- defensively. It was absolutely shocking today, um, and. And he had a, a hand in in in, in three in the goals. Goal. Yeah, the, so yeah, exactly. He scored a goal. <laughs> was that yeah. for the first goal? <laughs> and then partly to blame for the last the, the second goal we conceded. Even if it's ever so slightly, he still was he was still partly to blame. Made it so easy for Felix. Uh, and um, yeah, but I won't go into that. I won't steal anybody's thunder. But yeah, Naby was shocking defensively today. Yeah, Felix for the uh, for the second goal. It is. I'm not going to say moment of brilliance. I think that's a bit overdoing it, but it's very good technical. 100%. Skill for him to obviously kind of do what he does, carry the ball in. And it's a brilliant ball to, to, to Griezmann. You know what? Yeah. If, if I'm trying to get into my analytical, well, not analytical, but just like in terms of being... No, let's go, man. Let's, let, let's give the people a good preview of what they're getting on Vantage. No, let's but like, it. it's not even <laughs> analytical. It's just like in terms of like when you play football, yeah, like obviously Felix has got the ball there and like... He kind of so he he's he's doing the right thing first because he jockeys at first him he's like jockeying, and then Felix kind of has a touch where he's like okay I'm trying to entice you to come in, and then Naby just like jumps in and it's like no that's what he wants you to do so he glides past him, once he's past him, you got to file him there like you just have to hundred percent it's really simple oh yeah like you should he's got to sweep him out or because there it becomes dangerous as soon as he gets yeah. past you there in the yeah. situation it becomes a dangerous attack. Like it's fine. Like, obviously, Felix is a good player. He's a rookie player. He get past you, cool. But you gotta take him out, file him there. So obviously, once he goes past him, the attack goes, and then um, obviously it's a good pass um, into Griezmann. I don't think Van Dijk thinks that he's gonna get to Griezmann, but Van Dijk, his body shape is all wrong there. So he's just like 
he's he's facing the other way, and by the time he kind of turns to um face Grisman, Grisman's long gone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Grisman takes yeah. Grisman takes a fantastic touch into the box, finishes it. So I think um Naby should take him out there and Van Dyke's body shape unusually is, is all wrong. Um sorry, Pete, on, on, on that like with Van Dyke. I just I don't yeah. know, maybe we'll get into that, but I just think I don't know. I'm worried about his load. I'm not a sports scientist or something, anything like that. But I do feel like we've we're taking a bit of a risk with the way we're playing. Sounds silly because everybody's supposed to have like consistency with their back four. But given what happened last season, you'd like to see a little bit more rotation. Um, Especially yeah. when you got the options. Fit, I actually basically. agree with you there because I he agree. Agree. that he was looking a bit you know not what I mean? slow today, but he just wasn't. He just wasn't looking. Quick enough to the ball, wasn't going yeah. in for challenges, nah, wasn't getting was... close to, wasn't getting close to his man. And actually, yeah. for, for that second goal, once Xiao Felix does get past Naby, I still think there's a chance to prevent a goal from happening there if Van Dyke mm. is a bit closer to him. Yeah. Um. But look, it, it is what it is. I I agree with you. I think we need to look to manage his minutes just just for the next few months. Because yeah. the season is more than likely going to go the distance, so let's just let's yeah. look after him now. And we've, we've still got one one more international break, and then we've got mm-hmm. the, the fixture congestion that we you know we have seasonally in December. So, personally speaking, I just see I I, I see the squad utilization has been better this season, but I still need some work, you know. Especially even basically it was the same starting eleven, right? Two games. Yeah, in against Watford, he's got a he's got to play. One of Canati or Gomez, like he has yeah, to, exactly. Has to yeah, he's he's running up like he's he's playing a dangerous game. You know, he's actually playing a really dangerous game. Like, I mean, I know he, he wants rhythm, right? So he wants rhythm yeah. on the back line, and obviously he wants to stop conceding. But at the same time, it's like these guys have just come back from injury, and like, yeah, you're just playing a dangerous game, like Farouk said. So. I just want to see Canate or Gomez come into it. Obviously, do you know what? It's a difficult one because you're kind of thinking. I need to play Van Dyke alongside one of Conato Gomez because I don't trust them to come in like boom straight away. But like yeah. they're quality, top quality defenders, you bought them for a reason. You bought Conate for money for a reason. So yeah, you gotta trust them, man. Yeah, and Matip has been better than Van Dyke this season, so I wouldn't I wouldn't be too concerned about playing Matip with one of Conate or, or Gomez. And also mm. his use his use, usage of Tomiskas has been a joke. Because Watford, why is Robert playing that game? Then exactly. Yeah. Well, I will say he brings him. He brings. Does he bring off Robertson and Trent with about twenty minutes? Yeah. Left? But yeah. I, I, I do agree when you are in that position where let's be honest, that game was over about twenty minutes in. Um, yeah. You can do a bit of forward planning, but I, I think the, the thing with Klopp is he he's very much job done until it is job done. So I think getting this wrapped up, especially with the Champions League, and you know. Hopefully we, you know, touch wood, we get another win against Atletico Madrid in in the return in return game. You've got yeah. basically two games to since you play with in terms of um, squad rotation. You know, trying yeah. to figure more things out because I, th- I think there is a genuine case to say, especially with uh, you know Trent looking a little bit leggy in certain situations, and you don't want him to uh, be wet to the ground like Robbo has. I think there's a genuine thing to say. Let's try out Shimakasa right back. For certain games, yeah, and he's actually quite good with his right foot. If uh, that's one of the first thing I noticed when he played pre season for us when he first came, I was like, Oh, it's quite decent with his right foot, even like his dribbling and his passing off his right foot. Um, it's crazy, man. I mean, the Shimikas thing mm-hmm. is insane because this is a guy this time last year we we're thinking, Well, he can't be that good, 
if yeah. he can't be in the squad. But now he's he's played a few games. He's got accumulated to to what we do. It's like oh, okay, it's yeah. actually a very decent option. So yeah, another, another W for the Liverpool scouting department. And controversially, I'll say that he's got better delivery than Robo. But yeah, I'm not I'm not going to get into that. I mean, Robert was okay I mean, today as well. Check the tapes. Like, check the tapes. Check the tapes. <laughs> check no, the tapes. Yeah, he's got better, like, so standard. Lip. If if I was to pick one of them to take a corner, Shimkas is taking a corner. But like, oh, yeah, if they're kind of like, delivery, he's fantastic. Yeah, like he's but he's got better like standing delivery. But like in terms of like running on to it, variation, it's still Robertson for me. Yeah, but you know, like Robo, Robo's a lot of crossers, inshallah. Like, if you remember this, the Salah first goal today was crossing, inshallah, from, from Robo, really. Is it inshallah, and or does he know where Salah's going to be, though? He knows Salah's going to be it somewhere. Went, that Salah had goal. to turn and face the crowd to receive the ball and then turn again. <laughs> let's be honest. That was crossing, inshallah, man. Let's 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 call a spade a spade, man. But yeah, no, it's cool. Um, no, I'm not saying um, Tim is better than Robo. I just think he, he he's he's earned his. His place to be, in, you know, in heavy rotation. You know what I mean? Um, no, I completely agree. Yeah, let's see. Um, obviously, he brings off Kaita at half time. Can can we say that was a good decision to bring mm-hmm. on Fabinho? Yeah, yeah, I mean, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, the the game. I said it. The game's crying out for for for, for Naby to come off. I'll be honest with you. It was crying out for Naby to come off. I I don't think I'd seen a form, performance from like, like that from Liverpool especially in the first half where we were getting carved open by Atletico. It was, it, it was quite worrying. It was like a throwback to like, you know, set, it, it reminded me a lot of the Sevilla game, I think in 17, 18, when, you know, we, we, we went two goals up and then we just have Atletico just coming at us. And it was mm. clear to see that Naby, well, from what I saw, was, was, was a problem. There. He just wasn't defensively astute. So I think the game was crying out for Fab. As soon as he came on, it wasn't like a drastic change and like all of a sudden, you know, we're defending well when we're controlling the game. We still saw Atletico have a few chances, but when it came to seeing the game out towards the end, it was quite clear to see that if Fabinho's on the pitch, we got control of the game. And ironically, we only saw that after about 80 minutes, but I just felt so much more comfortable having Fab there than than, than Keita. Um, but yeah, I don't want to take anything away from Keita's goal though. His goal today was, was amazing, but I still think at half time it was the right decision to take him off for Fab. Yeah, it was a brilliant goal. Let's not take anything away from that. Um, I did have a weirdo in my mention saying that why wasn't Milner taken off? And I was like, probably our best midfielder in that first half. And then he was calling him old and slow. I was like, okay, that doesn't mean he wasn't the best midfielder in the first half. Bro, but we're not going to get hate regardless, honestly. <laughs> we're not going to get hate. It just, it's one of those things, isn't it? it just, he's, he's in the lineup, he's going to get hate. When he's playing, he's going to get right. hate. It's going to be very funny when he gets a one-year but The thing is, yeah, it's like, t- I'm sorry, yeah, tell your faves to stay fit and Mona won't have to play. Simple as so, that. To, to, <laughs> He's to be covering fair, you guys' backs. Do, do you not oh, think he was that bad in the first half? Who, Milner or Kato? Yeah. No, Milner was, de- no. was decent. Yeah. I think it was, it was fine. Right. Yeah, I, 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 I think it was all right. Yeah. yeah. It was all right. I, and I'm, I'm the biggest saying, advocate like, of him not starting, but he was actually decent. But it's, it's a thing where it's like, people, if people can't stay fit, like Milner's gonna start. Milner's not in the first choice eleven. We know that. You know when everyone's fit, Milner doesn't start. But when people keep having, keep getting injured, keep being unavailable, then Milner comes in. You know what I'm saying? So it's not his fault. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you no, know no, what I'm saying? I, mean, I I just think uh, I think we must have the most injury prone midfield 
of the top six. You know? Oh, yeah, it has to be. Uh, so, Hendo, Thiago. Um, yeah, we've gone over this anyway. I just think, like Pete's saying, if, you, if you've got a problem with it, get fit in it. Simple. You know what I mean? <laughs> get fit. Because I, I don't like Milner there, but the rest of them, man, they're my jokers, fit, fitness-wise, bro. I don't know what they're eating at home, but they need to, they need to address that ASAP, you know? Um, really annoyed with Naby's performance, you know? I'm sorry to, to kind of go back to it. I'm really annoyed because it's like it takes a couple steps forward and then 10 steps back. He's he, Listen, I'm going to go on record to say he's never going to be the player we want him to be. Not even half. You know, he's never. It's just one of those things, man. This is like for real. Let's just let's just pray Thiago gets fit and 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 and, and not look back. Nabi's. So, if Nabi's not going to be the player we want him to be, that means obviously we need to get some form of next stage replacement in. Who would you guys look to try and bring in? Would you try and look to someone who can play as a six and as an eight? Um. I don't. I don't. Personally speaking, I feel like our def, our midfielders are. It's weird. We have a lot of functional midfielders, but if we were to replace Naby, we'd have to replace him with a more progressive midfielder. I, I think it would be we'd go and miss to replace him with a six, although we need one. Because Ox going forward is decent, but his first touch is just he's lost his first touch, chasing the ball all the time. He was decent to be fair today, but um, yeah, we have we still need that that creative midfielder because Thiago's. Uh, more of a controller, like mm-hmm. a more uh, ball possession kind of six. But um, no, nah, yeah, we need. If, if we were to lose Naby, I'd go for an attacking um, midfielder option. To be fair, personally speaking. No, I kind of, I kind of disagree. You know, I would go the other way. I, I would, I would get the guy from Brighton. Um, I don't know who that is. Personally speaking, I, I don't know. The the Malian. Um, Midfielder from Brian, <laughs> that's that's the guy I would get. Um, just in terms of because I don't like the way people are playing through us. I don't like the way our fullbacks are not getting covered. You saw in the Milan game, the Brentford game, people were like double teaming our fullbacks. The Man City game, I've never seen like air midfielders being a half spaces so much against us. Like that was unbelievable. So obviously, there's a certain midfielder that left. Um, you know what I'm saying last season, and it's not that we're missing him, but it's just that. Um, like in terms of covering spaces, we need someone that can do that. And we have Harvey Elliott, we have Curtis Jones, they're midfielders that can, you know, what I'm saying, be more progressive. So I would get yeah. someone who can play in a six, playing an eight. Um, hopefully, the Brian midfielder, I don't know, well, he can sort his thing out in it. I'd Boy. go for someone like, um, I think someone like Brian Grappenberg would be pretty decent. Yeah, I've seen a lot of him, but apparently, he's really good. So good, you yeah, I'd go for, I'd go for Jude. Um, you know, so, but that's yeah, a, that's the that's that that well. back of If anyone, is, yeah, if anyone is, it's got to be Jude. But let's be let's be realistic. With oh yeah, I know you're getting comfy, but I don't want to get too comfortable. Car, there's a couple of things I want to pick up on. You said that we'd finish <laughs> third in this group, right? Yeah, I said we'll finish third in this group. Yeah, so we would have finished behind. What, who AC Milan who have zero points or was it Porto who we smashed like four it, it or five would have been no it, it, it would have been Porto yeah but that was that oh. was back in what September when the draw was made September really that was three minutes ago yeah bro did I say that you're gonna have to smoke that L bro because brother I don't understand what you you, you thought was going gonna happen but 
you know, Liverpool always leaving with something when it comes to European group stages. You know what I mean? On the so, clock. So, I don't, I don't, so I don't get it. when it came it. to the draw, wait, oh, oh, no, honestly, when it came to the draw and I seen the draw, I seen Porto there. Obviously, the whipping boys, we, we, we can get, we can do a job on them. AC Milan, I wasn't too sure about. And obviously, Atletico, they seem to have our number whenever we play them. So, I didn't expect it to be an easy group as much as it is. And we've seen in the two games that we've had, it's not been plain sailing. Today was an ugly win. Let's be honest about it. Milan, we didn't make it easy for ourselves. We had a penalty that Salah missed at 2-0. Obviously, it resulted in us going into half-time. Oh, no, sorry, at 1-0, resulted us going 2-1 at half-time. We eventually won. So, it's not like it's been the easiest group for us. Yeah, but... but, and, but. And, in, and in past seasons, it's always gone to match day five or six. And I felt as though, with the calibre of opposition that we're playing, it was much harder than previous years. No, I but, disagree with that personally because I think the group we have the year we win it is one of the hardest groups I've ever seen. Um, with PSG, Napoli, yeah. and I can't remember who the third team was. Yeah, yeah but those and, two alone make it and, extremely difficult. And, and no, and, and no, and I actually agree with you there, Chris. But, but that year it went to match day six, if you remember, it went down to the last game against Napoli when Salah scored the winner. I mm. felt as though if that happens this year with the fixtures that we have. There, there is a poss- there, there could have been a possibility that happens. Obviously, I was taking a pessimistic approach to it. Right now, look, we've got nine points. I just want us to kick on and make sure that, you know, come match day five, match day five. Do you want us to kick on, though? Do you want us to kick on? <laughs> kick on of course high. I do. Of course I do. <laughs> okay. On to, on to my next thing. Sorry to to to, to go away from the Champions League. Listen, interrogate. No, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So, <laughs> where, where do you say where do you say we finish in the league again? I'm 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 still saying third. I'm still saying third. Okay, you're saying third, which is not is it's not unreasonable to be fair. I I don't agree, but I still think it's I think it's unreasonable. But Anik, honestly speaking, this heel, you know, kind of pantomime you're playing it needs to stop man like for real it's just like we need an intervention we need to kind of like make it make sense what you're doing you've gone from and it's it's quite remarkable it's admirable someone <laughs> uh, who has so many faces you're like the many faced man in, in in lord um not lord of the rings um game of thrones car like less than nine months ago maybe he was, he was the most optimistic to be. guy so yeah, bro. optimistic Optimistic, gone from Salah needing the bench to Salah being better than Ronaldo. Like <laughs> you change up so well, and it's just like I need to understand it. Like, is it is it a gimmick or is it like something? No, like, look, you legitimately believe what you say. Look, I genuinely believe that we're gonna come third come come the end of the season. And 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 hold on, hold on. On that point, do you still think we win the league? Yeah, I do. You know. Okay. That's cool. So I really do. I mean, behind that. So hold on. So hold on. You're gonna question me. Let me question you. What's your reasoning behind us winning the league? Because as far as I'm, because as far as I'm concerned, there's a lot of talk about year 2021 getting missed out, and all of a sudden Liverpool are gonna bounce back to 18, 19, 19, 20 times. So yeah, what's your reasoning behind? Well, saying I think Liverpool we've gone 20. I think we've gone 21 games unbeaten. If I'm correct, right over the last right. yeah, the back end. Yeah. Um, so we've, in in terms of form. We're in the best form in the country over the back end of, since April. Now, of course, we've had two disappoint, three disappointing draws. I think all of them were disappointing. Um, but what I'd say is that, you know, man for man, we have the best starting eleven. So that team, that team will always have a chance of winning the league. We have the know-how. Chelsea 
have a few players that have won the league with them. So they they, they possess the know-how, as do City. Um, but I feel like City losing a girl is a massive, massive, massive blow. Um, and I, I just feel like um, last season was clearly an anomaly. Anybody with sense would see that the team that has suffered the most injuries to their first 11 in the Premier League history can't be judged on that season. That It's literally a fact. It's not something I'm making up or anything like that. The starting 11, the average starts at the starting 11, missed the most days in that season compared to any other team in the history of the Premier League. So to to to, to base our, our performance or your predictions based on what happened last season uh, from, I don't know, maybe what, January to, through to March, it's a bit silly because you, you can see this team over the last three years. It's, there's been enough for you to know that this team is operating at a very elite level. And you will not see many better Liverpool teams. So if you want to use this time, this short time that we have of us being really, really good to to criticise and be on the, on the fence, good luck to you because, you know, when we're actually bad, when Klopp leaves, you, you're going to have a... <laughs> you're going to have, have even more fun doing that because we're not going to, we're never going to be this good again, in my opinion. Um, this is as good as it gets. So for you to see how we're playing now and how we've been playing since April and say, yeah, we're going to finish third. We've been better than Chelsea. Don't let the Champions League fool you. We've been better than Chelsea. We've been better than Chelsea, um, City since April. So, you know, I have, you know, enough evidence to say that we're going to, we can win the league. Simple. It's, re it's really there. In terms of numbers, it's there, bro. So, I don't know what other argument you can present to me. So, okay, I'm just going to come back with one point before we continue, Chris. Since the end of last season and the start of this one, there's there's a lot of variables that come into play that need to be working for us, yeah? We've just had one of our crucial centre-backs come out who need to come back and be fit and firing. We've lost, you know, arguably our most consistent midfielder. And the other point that I was going on about is the attack. Now, the attack, okay, fair enough. I'm going to put my hands up and say the attack has been fit and firing on all cylinders. But when it comes to the league, right now, my feet are firmly planted on the floor with nothing to get, you know, out of our seat about when it comes to the league. We've only we've only beaten teams that are 14 from below. Okay. Okay. okay? So mm -hmm. I just I just want to let the season evolve a bit before I make another prediction. But right now, I still firmly believe that we're going to end up coming third. Okay, so do you think Chelsea and City are better than I think over the course of the season, yes, they are, and they will finish above us. Right now, what evidence, yes, what, what, what evidence have you seen in the league to show that Chelsea are better than us over the course of the last 18 months in the league? Because Chelsea, you know, yeah, we finish on top of... So right now they're ahead of us and they beat a team... That Chelsea lost here, right? Sorry? Yeah. They beat what? Sorry, they, they just they just beat a team that they we beat. couldn't beat. And, and they also lost to a team that we didn't lose to, right? Yeah. But regardless, okay, so they're ahead of us in the league though, aren't they? Yeah, are, they are, are ahead of us in the league. Fantastic. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so, so there you go. <laughs> I don't know what else you want I, I, to say. I don't, I don't understand. I'm saying to you, since April, what what... Chelsea have done like in in the league, we've been a lot better than them, right? Yeah, they yeah yeah they've actually gone and bought a world class striker. That's what they've done, and they picked. And he scored how many goals? Goal. He scored how many goals? It doesn't matter how many goals he scored. They picked up a world class striker. No, no, no. The world class striker they The world class striker they bought has he scored more than Jota in the league? Maybe Jota, but everybody else he hasn't. So no, what difference has he made? Um, I I think he's improved the level of the squad. 
He's improved their attack. Yeah, yeah, attack? he's improved their attack. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you see that XG against um Mr. Statsman? Did you see that XG against Brentford? It doesn't matter. What was their result? Look at wait, wait. Did Lukaku have a shot on target against Brentford? When's the last time Lukaku <laughs> scored? Has he gone like three or four games in the league without scoring? Am I mistaken? It doesn't matter. My brother, Dave, what are you Dave talking about? And it doesn't matter. They've strengthened, okay? And they won the Champions League. And they're ahead of us in the league. So whatever Fans. you say and whatever you want to do... No, no, I, I'm stating facts. You said, no, 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 no. You, I'm saying facts. You said their attack has improved. It has right? improved, yeah. Statistically, has it, though? What do you mean? Oh, we don't have to get statistics. Their points though, totals in Look at their points total as it was this year, right now, to where it was last year. And you see that they've got a is, Would that be based on the tap, or is it based on the fact that their keeper, they're saying he should win the Ballon d'Or? What does that tell you? Or should be on the Ballon d'Or podium? That's nothing to do with their attack, bro. You're waffling. What do you mean? What do you mean? Are, you, are you trying to tell me that they haven't so, got so, six so, wins? So basically, they are relying so heavily on Edouard Mendy being so, an elite shot stopper at a rate that is unsustainable. Yeah. What Allison was doing in the first four games of the season for us, these things don't last forever. There will be a game where they concede three goals. Is their Chelsea, attack good enough to kind of keep up with that? They're not where they are because of their attack, Anik. That's a poor angle. Like you should have gone with the defense at the very least. Like yeah. come on, well, that well, 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 the defense is still there. The defense is still there. It doesn't change that much. No, no, but you said that they they've improved their attack. And yes, I'm just saying, yeah, Lukaku <laughs> has scored like three goals, I think. Right? Yeah. Now, Pete, how many goals he scored? Does he score three in the league? Um, it's I'm not four. Sure. Three or four. It's three or four. It's three. One, yeah. Two. Um, but they, but one they wouldn't. Against, no, one against Arsenal for sure. Yeah, one against Arsenal, and then I could. Like, I think he scored two or three. He scored the same amount against as well. Villa. He scored more against Villa. Yeah. I mean, look. I think I think Lukaku is a good player, but to say their attack has improved this season is actually not true. If you go and listen to the Chessy hour, they'll they'll they'll, they'll, talk, they'll tell you all about it. But I'm just saying, like, Anik, you've asked me for my reasons for why I think we're gonna, you know, win the league, and I've given you like serious, serious, serious hard evidence. What you based us not winning the league on was, and in in the chat, there's evidence of that was January through to March, which was again unprecedented injuries. And don't get me wrong, some of the games we shouldn't have lost because we were just poor. But what you're basing it on is, is kind of silly. That's all I'm going to say yeah. to you. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, know, yeah, yeah, but let's not forget, you're a stats guy as well. Okay, and we went over... No, 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 no. I'm in the middle. Yeah? I'm in the middle. Okay, okay. So, so do you want to explain to me why that same attack went over 10 hours without scoring? When? Or, what are they doing right now? No, no. Why did that attack back then go over ten hours without scoring? Uh, can, can I not use that? It was from last bro. season. Literally, bro. It means nothing. It means like, nothing yeah. if they're scoring now. Because it's you know what it is, Anik. Anik, you know I'm not the kind of guy you can put in these weird corners because it doesn't work with me. Do you know what I mean? The attack is performing. So what they did last season is irre irrelevant. They're performing better than any attack in Europe. So you talking about the 10 hours they dealt with last year makes no sense. We're seeing the best salary we've ever seen, period. And you're telling me about 10 hours last season. Best in the world. Bro, it happened last season. 12 in 10. It happened last season. So what do you want me to turn around I, and say at the start of the year? Like so are you trying to tell me not to base my opinion on last year and just completely base. forget about what happened last year? No, I'm, I'm telling you that would be absolutely your, crazy to think that. I'm way. telling you not to base your opinion on three months. As opposed to three years, that's what I'm telling you to do, bro. Okay, yeah, yeah. But let's not forget that, that we lost our centre back and fair? we lost our most consistent midfielder as well. Is that fair? 
Is that Personally, fair to say? I don't think so, no. No, I, I, as Never. I said, there's a lot of variables that need to be balanced before we can turn around and say, yeah, Liverpool are strong title contenders. Strong? Serious? Okay, fair. That's, yeah. that's your opinion. I strongly disagree, like I said. Um, but, you know, each to his own, innit? Like, you got a little bit nervous because of three months that happened, innit? Like, other... Us, us, man, I made yeah. a stronger stuff in it. Everybody's different, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's not for, let's not forget City swung twenty five points on us as well. Yeah, they what? City swung twenty five points on us, and they're behind us now. Cheers. And yeah, Cheers. and 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 does that not does that not suggest the same thing can happen? And for, more of this fantastic, and for more of this fantastic content, you can find out more on the Carpe and Fracas Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com forward slash Carpe and Fracas. And sign up today. Uh, going back to the match, um, I think it's a bit wild that they were... Griezmann, more than anybody, was protesting his innocence, his innocence when he essentially delivered... Pete, you'll, you'll appreciate this reference. Um, he delivered a big boot that was something worthy of a Hulk Hogan match. Uh, in 1990, um, mm-hmm. just, I, I can't believe that they even they even protested that. Do you guys obviously agree that it was a straight tender enough? Yeah, he's, he's got. Yeah, a of course. It's red card. Intent or no intent, it was a it was a red card. Yeah, I think Julian would have been very proud of him at the times that intent was mentioned in the, uh, <laughs> in the BT broadcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is that was Billy's favorite word over the summer. Um, Obviously, the second half performance it does increase a little bit. Obviously, they go they go down to ten men, and we have a little bit more of the ball. But there are some still there were still some woes in terms of I think Atletico Madrid have broken us a little bit too easily in transition. Pete, I'll come to you on this. Do you think this that was more down to the kind of the foundation of how we are setting up with the midfield now to not be as conservative as it once was in years gone past to obviously enable a bit more um, attacking prowess for the fullbacks. Did, did you think this, midf- this midfield machine, as it is now, is less conditioned to be set up to be broken against on counter-attacks, etc.? Um, my thing is that we are struggling to find the right balance of the midfield to play. So, what we keep doing is that, like, obviously, not through no fault of Klopp's own, someone might get unavailable, someone might get injured, someone might be quarantining, so on. So, what ends up happening is that Fabinho's out, Henderson goes in a six, Kurt Jones gets injured, you know what I'm saying? Milner comes back in. So, we've seen throughout the years, our midfield has basically say, like stayed the same. So, normally, you have, like, Fabinho, um, Genie, and then plus one, or, you know what I'm saying, or Henderson, Genie, plus one, but... Where we keep switching every game, this balance, you know what I'm saying, is messing us up. And the way our team works, our fullbacks have to work in, um, in they have to be cohesive with the centre midfielder that's on their side. And if that keeps changing, you know what I'm saying, the relationship between both of them is gonna, it's gonna keep, it's gonna keep, um, it's not gonna be gelled properly, and we're gonna keep feeling the breakdown of that. So Kato's playing on the right today. I barely ever see Kater play on the right. You know what I'm saying? When Kater plays, he's normally on the yeah. left centre mid. So, Kate and, Kate and Trent, I don't think they have any relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> that's probably breaking down. You know what I'm saying? So, and obviously, Henderson, like Farouk says, playing in the six, he's not used to it. He's not the best six in the world. Right here, tear. 
Milner's come back in. So we just need to find the right balance and keep this kind of rhythm of midfielders that come into the midfield. So hopefully Fabinho can stay in there. Maybe Henderson can come in on the right centre mid and we can just... The left the left-sided one might change red to tear, but you know what I'm saying? We just need to keep the same type of midfielders, keep playing them, giving them a rhythm, and eventually we'll be able to sort it out. But this change in every game, it's yeah, it's kind of messing it up for us. Yeah, no, I, I completely, completely agree with that sentiment. Um, Alec, I'll come to you. No, no, I've got, I've, got, I've got one thing to say, though. I this guy, I, I always give him a hard time. I'm not his biggest fan, you know what I'm saying? But Ox, fair enough. He came on today, he done well. You know what I'm saying? He kind of he held the ball up well. Um, he done a, he, there was one one two done with Seller. Um, really nice touches. Got a shot off. You know what I'm saying? When he got when he came on today, he was like a um, big spark of of energy, and he done well when he came on, man. So fair play to him. I'm not his biggest fan, but I give credit where it's due. Got a really crucial inception as well um, when he was tracking back too, which was yep. really good to see. Um, so no, man. Yeah, hopefully, he can kind of start making the most of these opportunities going forward, as you know with the fixtures piling up, there is going to be a big role for him to hopefully, I say hopefully play, that he can kind of have a big contribution to. Um, Anik, I'll come to you. Um, we get the penalty, and again, Atletico Madrid plead innocence that that wasn't a penalty. Most blatant penalty you've ever seen in your life, isn't it? It was so funny. Like, I wanted to laugh when he conceded that penalty. It was it was actually <laughs> a moment of stupidity. I was like, what the hell is he doing? I think even the BT Sport commentators were laughing as well so then I was obviously just just waiting obviously I actually thought it was going to be VAR checked but I don't think they went and had a look at it yeah Stonewall penalty um stupid moment of defending and actually a great penalty from Salah as well very very composed and I think he he knew what he was doing I think the keeper expected him to obviously blast it or smash it but seemed like Salah Salah took it well um the penalty shout the other way though, I was like, oh my god, what what are we doing? Um but yeah, we'll we'll get into that. But yeah, our penalty, yeah, Stonewall penalty, perfectly tucked away from Mo. Sorry, quick point, Pete. I don't know, like maybe you can give me some insight because I was a bit baffled. You see how you're talking about the right side of midfield, yeah. Why do you think it is that like after the first 10, 15 minutes, Salah went like some some time without getting the ball. What do you think they did like tactically to kind of stop us getting the ball out to Salah? Because I'm a bit concerned about that, to be fair. It looked like they just, they became a lot more aggressive. So like mm. Carrasco was just standing on his toes, like literally yeah. standing on his... There was one time when Salah got it, he tried to twist out, Carrasco, boom, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. like, he's just onto him straight away. Crazy. So as soon as opened, like... Opened up the uh, Ashley Young... Uh, Textbook. Exactly. So, um, Hermoso and Carrasco were on his side and they were just lit. So, when he scored, I think after he scored that goal, they just became a lot more aggressive and they kept double-teaming on him. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, I think that's, that's what happened, really. It all wow. happened because Salah's our, our best player, right? So, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They became a lot more aggressive on him. But, yeah. Because you could see him getting the ball, like, even in the, in the second half, getting the ball and he's just having to turn back and pass it because they just closed everything down. It was mad. I was like, rah. Um, but yeah, I, um, I mean, I personally didn't think we we were composed enough on the ball. We were just yeah, too hurried, too rushed, and then it was only in, after that, after eighty five minutes, when we got a foot on the ball, that I could see like, okay, yeah, now we have actual control of the game. Mm. Up until that point, it felt as though they could score at any moment, which which, which was quite worrying for me, to be honest. Mm. 
That's yeah, the, the space that um, Yao Felix was finding in behind was just wild. I don't know how he was just finding all these pockets of space. Just he's quality flipping creme de la creme. What player? If if you're looking, if they were looking for someone to you know have as the next kind of if you wanted a Firmino like replacement, perfect, bro, perfect. fits the bill Literally. absolutely. Um, and, and he's been schooled in defending by uh, you know his manager as well, so that also helps. Yeah, um, he, needs get, he needs to get out of that contract though. He signed a death row contract because oh, is he on the death row contract? He signed yeah. a, a seven year deal, right? Yeah, seven year yeah. contract. Yeah. Good lord, to be fair, Sal will sign the exact same thing and he's sixth choice at Chelsea now, so madness. Um, it's wild. Um, Farouk, I'll, you, I'll come back to you. Um, Allison gets man of the match for this game. He's, I think he could do a little bit better for the second goal, but overall, in terms of his positioning and the shot stopping for this game, he stops us from conceding at least two goals. Um, how brilliant was he today for us? You know what, Alisson, that thing he does whereby he makes himself big, yeah? yeah. And it's like, this is like, just say his strong arm is out there and then the other one's flapping. So if you try and chip him, he's got it. It's, it's like, it's incredible. Um, I think he definitely keeps us in the game today. Uh, deserved man of the match performance. I mean, Salah did score too, but he wasn't amazing today. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to, like, honestly speaking, I think this game is a lot more positive than maybe some would, would, would see because some players needed a game like that. Alisson, he's been all right this season, but he hasn't been super, super tested, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, so it's good. Like, going into a game that we're going into this weekend, because everybody in the group chat can admit, like, it's a big game against Athletic Cup, but everybody's thinking about Sunday, isn't it? Um, yeah. yeah. So, you know, um, Alisson just being back on top form just gives you that bit more confidence, especially where our defence isn't where it needs to be. Um, I think it's really, really important to have one or the other um, if one's not performing. So, yeah, man, that that he's he was just immense. He was latched. Like, if you look at him versus All Black today, like, yeah, he's the better keeper. Obviously, over time, All Black's been better, but he, he's just like incredible. He's the best keeper we've had in my time as a Liverpool fan. You know oh, what I mean? Without, without a doubt. I think yeah. we all like Pepe Reina, but the yeah. tail end of Pepe Reina was quite a bit of a horror show at certain points. Well, but no, yeah. Ali, man. Yeah, fantastic. And he signed a new contract this year, right? So, yep. yeah, man. Mm -hmm. um, as long as he can stay um, injury-free, which is annoying to say for a keeper, I'm, I'm <laughs> really, really good. Especially, look, he missed the Watford game and he's come back and he's playing like that. It's, it's top, man. Top, top stuff. His hair's a bit like yours, Chris. You know, so, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I was really annoyed when he when he had it quite long and he got like, cut. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah cool, like, man. We could have been... You're twinning, isn't it? Yeah. Know. You know, the money I could have earned as an Allison impersonator <laughs> is now just gone. So, yeah, <laughs> is, is what it is. Um, well, there will be a full preview um, of the Manchester United game over on our Patreon page. Uh, again, that is www.patreon.com forward slash Copland Fracas. And of course, as is with Touchline Tradition, there will be a fight card which is scheduled for 9 p.m. on Thursday. It will be live on the Touchline Fracas YouTube page. Uh, for the cop end side of things, we have got Mush and Harold representing. They will be going up against, I believe, Sebi and Timmy. Timmy. Yep. Well, that'll be that'll be good entertainment. Um, some good back and forth, some good banter. Find out what the combined level looks like. Um, if they get any more than three, guys. If they get any more than three, it's free. <laughs> it's no more than three. They yeah, can't even I'm argue good. for De Gea as well. 
I'm gonna be having a, a, a good a good word with both of them. You know, make sure you come in. Uh, be 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 like Anik. Be stating your point, even if you want to be strong and wrong. You got to be in there. <laughs> yeah. man. You got to be in there, and you got to make sure that we dominate. So, be on the lookout for that. Of course, that'll be available on the Sign Fracas YouTube page, 9 p.m. on Thursday. And if you do want more of a, um, well, actually, if you want the Watford uh, analysis, that is available again on our Patreon page. Myself, Harold, and Far. He did a post-match reaction show on Saturday after that five-nil win. Um, we're going to do a quick bit about um, about United. Um, and Pete, I'll come to you on. Actually, sorry, Anik, I'll come to you on this. I think through touching it earlier, tonight's performance helps us a lot, I think, in terms of knowing what is working well and what isn't working well. And you don't kind of go floating into that Manchester United game, even if they are performing uh, poorly at the moment, as we've seen in previous fixtures. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, bro. yeah let, let's make no mistake about it. This is the biggest fixture uh, in the Premier League. Um it's the one they're going to be up for. It's the one we're obviously going to be up for. I think based on like today's performance shows that, yeah, we can we can win ugly, uh, quite reminiscent of 1920, 18, 19, which is good. This is a fixture no no team wants to lose. So as much as United fans or I don't know, I don't know how widely they can turn around and say that, that they want to lose this game so that Oli gets sacked or this, that and the other. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, man. They're, they're apparently, majority. they might do another protest, don't it, to get the game postponed? Yeah, uh, because yeah, so it, yeah. Um, it's 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 you know it's it's all good. It's all you know doing outside the stadium yeah. uh, when it's all rosy and good. But you know when the shit hits the fan, it's you know golden green all the way, baby. Fingers crossed. We still play at four thirty on Sunday. Um, yeah, they're, they're they're a bit of a crazy bunch. Those United fans. But look, I think it shows that we we can win ugly. Um, I think. Atletico were, were, were very well drilled today. So they know exactly what they had to do when transitioning the play. I personally don't think United have that. Actually, I can tell you now, United do not have that. Ollie was playing five attackers up against um, at Leicester and it just seemed very clueless as to what they were doing. There was a great graphic from Sky Sports yesterday that showed out of all of their attackers, Jaden Sancho is the one that pressures the most. So they have no um, strikers or attackers that are willing to to press and, and work hard, which it, which what makes me think he's going to play McFred um, to try and make it a bit more difficult for us. I personally think United's game plan is going to be looking to hit us on the counter-attack. I just hope we're a bit more ruthless when it comes to... Well, not ruthless. I think we're just going to... I actually hope we continue doing what we're doing um, and are ruthless and and literally take them apart. Um, and whether or not Monday morning Oli's sacked or not, is the least of my worries. I just want us to beat him. I'll be honest with you. I personally think he needs another three years at the club. Yeah, um, but you, I time. mean, I mean, th- there's a lot of talk that you know, if we do beat him, uh, if we do beat them, you know, he's fired. I just care about Liverpool, and I'll be honest with you, because um, because it's a big game. It's definitely, definitely a big game for us. One hundred percent. It's always it's it's always a massive game, even when we've look like we've had no chance of winning against Manchester United in, in the dark and dreary years. It's a game that you always kind of fully expect to try and get something out, or at least back in those days when we were absolutely crap, at least put in a decent effort and come away with something. You know, I'm leaving with something mm-hmm. uh, kind of performance. <laughs> um, uh, Farouk, I'll come to you. Um, kind of outline what Anik said there as well. Um, kind of watching how United have played since Ronaldo's been introducing the team. It's very noticeable that they are kind of struggling to adapt to playing to his style do you think that will 
still be the case come Sunday, or do you think Ole will, Ole will have a few a bit of time or some tricks up his sleeve that he can play? No, in terms of tricks, probably not. It's going to be lots of passion, you know. It's going to happen. Uh, bear passion, you know, um, and hope that the fact that it's a massive game can pull them through. Because you know, let's be honest, top players, you know, they turn up. But honestly speaking, if we don't beat this United, like honest, like seriously, like I'll join Alex Camp and say we're, we're not winning the league. Like, <laughs> legit, legit, legit. Like it's there's no excuse for not beating a team this poor. Um, Forget nerves, forget all of that. We beat them at Old Trafford last year. Was there a crowd? There probably there wasn't a crowd to be fair. No, no, um, but with the form Salah's in, you know, he owes Luke Shaw um, a good hiding. He owes yeah, he it does. Him. He does. Um, and I just feel like Firmino's doing all right. I think they'll score. Don't get me wrong. I don't think we'll have a clean sheet, uh, but I think we win two or three one. Um, and I, I don't think as a result only gets sacked just yet because they're not expected to be us. They're just not expected to be us. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I just, I look at that team. They're, they're really bad, you know, guys. Like jokes aside, they're really, they're really poor. Really and it's beautiful bad. to see. It's beautiful like, to see. Like their centre-back, even their keeper, yeah? Like he's letting the ball get lobbed over him from Tielemans. Like his positioning was... they. Leicester scored from that from United's free kick for the first goal. Just take that yeah. in. It was a United free kick, and Leicester ended up scoring. Maguire was at fault for all three goals. Wambasaka didn't know what he was doing. For yeah, the I don't know what Wambasaka was doing on that uh, on that third goal, where he basically turned to Miguel when he was doing that performance where he did the lunge. <laughs> I have no idea what was going on there, but yeah, um, shocking. Hopefully it's the yes. exact same come, come Sunday. We have no idea what's going on. And Liverpool, Liverpool cruise out with a decent victory. Peter, putting your, putting your analytical cap on, um, what do you think the best way to victory is for Liverpool? The best way to victory is, I think Roger said it in his um, press conference, is that they were able to play through Man United centrally, like so easily. So literally, it's just playing penetrative balls in... Um, progressive balls right through because again like Alex said they played five attackers right and obviously when you play five attackers you have Ronaldo who doesn't press Greenwood is a striker playing right mid Sancho fair enough he's used to pressing but he can't do it alone you have Pog- Bruno is trying to play up front he doesn't want to really want to yeah he's not really yeah. playing as a 10 he's playing as whatever he wants to play as so you have the centre mids who they have to cover so much ground they don't really get much help if it's Pogba and Matic, it's probably going to be Fred or McTominay. So, but yeah, so there, again, there's there's a lot of space centrally. And if we, we can get a lot of joy there. So I think, um, I, I'm not sure he's going to start out for me on Jota. Maybe maybe Jota might start, but I think we'll get a lot of joy and just playing direct balls through, through centrally because they, they've got no structure. So, yeah. The game for I, me I, I personally really don't think... think... Oh, yeah, so, so, sorry, Chris. I'm just going to quickly be kick. I, I personally don't think they're going to look to come at us. I actually think they're going to play really reserved. I actually think they're going to look to like part of the bus with, with my friend. I'll be but, honest. With you. Maybe, Chris, like you said, like if Oli does have a trick up his sleeve, it will be that that they try and attack us early on. Yeah. It's a weird one because that's just something Ferguson obviously you always used to do um, when they played us at Anfield. He'd kind of like keep it subdued take the crowd out of it and they would run out with like a 1-0 win where it came off, you know, 
Ferdinand or a Vidic or a fucking Wes Brown, someone, <laughs> the most random person would score and they come out. So you might look to do something like that considering yeah, that, you know. The dilemma we have, and I was saying this about our midfield, like we can't really get a right balance and rhythm. Who do you start midfield? We don't have anyone. Right. This is a game it's, where you'd really want Thiago. You'd really want him for this Okay, go on. Go on, Anik. It's, it's literally who we have available. So I personally think definitely Fab has to play. Hendo has to play. And it's more than likely going to be Milner. Who else do we have? We can't. We That's going to be the That's going to be I, 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 I think Keita needs to start because we need that player who's going to be able to break down a, a, a lower block. Was, they will, was Jones they will on the bench today? Who? Was Curtis Jones on the bench today? No, he stayed in um, Liverpool. Uh, okay. That might be an indication. In Liverpool, potentially. Yeah. He could potentially start. Yeah. 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 Would, Nabi, who, who, who would you start in that midfield? I would start Naby, but he's not going to start. It's going to be Mona Handel for Vina. That's the midfield. That's what we're going to see. That's what we're going to see. Um, and he, I, I know the reason why I know that as well is because Naby played all three international games. He's played back to back in these two games. So Klopp was definitely yeah, going to yeah. yeah, And then yeah. playing against against Preston, Preston North. And that's what I think the plan was. So I do imagine. Maybe for Thiago be back sooner. I don't know on it, but I think it's going to be Mona, Hendo, and uh, Fabinho. Um, that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, but even with that, still should be enough to beat them. And 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 that's horrible midfield, by the way. But still should be <laughs> oh, enough I think hope hopefully Jones, hopefully save Jones and Jones can come back in. But yeah, it's more likely to be that. Midfield. He could go for he could play Firmino and Jota. You never know. Might yeah, he could do. Could go you for know, a blitz. I like that. Yeah, we gotta be so, careful yeah. of that that ball over the top. That that could catch us out because even today he caught us out a couple of times. Mm. Obviously, we, we're Rashford there, and I think I think the way Greenwood plays, I'm not I'm not doubting his ability. At all. I, th- I think he's a, I think he's a great individual player, but I think he is an individual player. I think mm. we gotta be careful of his like that individual brilliance where he picks up the ball, yeah. shoots it past a couple of players, and shoots kind of like he's, he's done last year and what he's done he's against Leicester. Fun. So we got gotta be careful he's... of him. Yeah, it's true. But I'll be really, really disappointed if um if we don't win on Sunday, honestly speaking. You know. Can't believe that Greenwood and Martinelli was a thing, by the way. As a comparison. <laughs> Greenwood's like Greenwood's unbelievable, you know. Yeah, he's like, a brilliant player. He's really good. And, and, and let's be careful, man. This is no ops, man. Let's, let's, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's a brilliant I'm, player, I'm just... but yeah. yeah. He ain't trying to cut us. Yeah. Hey, Nico, though. Nico, you see, you saw that shot by Nico. He came on. Cheeky shot at the end. Hey, he's shameless. What game was it last, like, not last season? You know, when we won the league and he came on and he looked like a superstar. He looked like Hakimi reincarnated. Oh, yeah. I remember. I think it might have been Palace, yeah, it's Palace, oh, isn't it? Yeah, Palace, yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. shameless, man. He's no, shameless. No, he's, he, he's got a whip on him now. Like, he can cross. You might see him going forward. Yeah. Um, well, he can dribble. He's, he can dribble. Oh, my gosh. We've got Trent 2.0. Bro, <laughs> he's, he's dead. So it does. He'd be a good player. He'd be a good player in a wing-back system. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, send him to Burnley or something. I don't know. Um, Are we wish him well. Yeah, <laughs> and on that on that note, I think that'd be a good good uh, good place to end it. Of course, 
all <coughs> of your pre Liverpool versus Manchester United match coverage, do head over to the Patreon page. That is www.patreon.com forward slash cop and fracas. And of course, the fight card will be live on the Sunshine Fracas YouTube page, 9 p.m. this Thursday. Tune in, support the boys. I've been your host, Chris. I've been joined by Anik, Peter, and Farouk. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Cop and Fracas. Hopefully, we will see you next Wednesday with another three points a Manchester United victory. Well, a Liverpool victory against Manchester United. And the bragging rights oh, in tow as well. I was like, what? Yeah, Chris, know, what was that? Yeah, I know. If, some, if someone cuts that, yeah, if someone edits that, you're done. You're done, aren't you? Yeah, I know. It is quarter 12, though. So, you know, yeah, yeah. We know what you meant, Chris. Liverpool win. <laughs> Always Liverpool win. But until then, we'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning in. Network.